What's going on, guys? Welcome to another episode of Tasty Tuesday on Tasty Loot Gaming, the show where we talk about gaming news. My name's Seth, and quick reminders uh, that Goat Simulator and Uncharted Nathan Drake Collection are both uh, being offered for free on PlayStation Plus this month, so make sure to download those, play those, come back at the end of the month for Plus Club. Let's know what we thought of those games. We'll let you know what we thought of them, and our game of the month randomly picked is Vindictus, which is a free-to-play uh, action RPG uh, where you run around with up to three other people, and you fight shit, you kill shit, and you get stuff, so uh, make sure to play that. Uh, it's free to play, so you got nothing to lose. Only on PC, I believe. Uh, make sure to play that. Come back at the end of the month for Game of the Month. We'll talk about that as well. We have Discord link down below. You can talk to us anytime, all time, and we're on iTunes, Spotify, and other podcast platforms if you prefer to listen to us. Uh, so today's Tuesday. Before we get into the first bit of news, I just want to uh, put out there and be transparent about something I've already talked about in the Discord a bit, but uh, something that that for me is kind of a big step because. Uh, Something that, that's been requested a couple times at this point and uh, for years now that I've just thrown out the window and uh, I said I would do it at 1,000 subs and I didn't do it then, so I guess closer to 1,500 subs is a better time to do it. Uh, we have started a Patreon for this channel. Uh, the reason I have done this is because uh, I randomly get requests all the time by... Um, amazing people wanting to support this channel more so than commenting in the videos, liking the videos, subscribing to the channel, and viewing the videos, which is all I could ever ask for when it comes to what we do here. Um, but people have insisted for years that they wanted to help with the channel when it comes to what we do here. Um, and I've been very reluctant to accept donations from people because I'm not... Uh, I'm not monetarily driven when it comes to creative things. So I never created this channel with the hope of making money from it. And I will not continue uh, the channel with the hope of making money from it. But I understand that there's people who want to help uh, support the channel uh, in, in what we do. So And people find ways to send me money through Sna or Snapchat. That's a whole different thing. Um, through Super Chats, through uh, PayPal directly, um, and all that stuff. But it's all very much appreciated. Thank you, anybody who's done that. But I just want to be very, very clear. That is never the intention of what we do on this channel. I have no intentions with the Patreon. Uh, pushing it in any way, I'll probably throw it into my intros in the videos just to let people know it's an option. There's a link down below if you want to go check it out. Um, but I have no plans on putting anything behind a paywall because um, the contents here, this channel's about the community. That's why I do it. Um, so everything stays the same. As for tiers, I don't have a plan for that. If you have an idea, if there's something you think is like sounds like a good idea to you, uh, let me know. I'm open to it. But um, I literally just made it so there's a standard place that when someone go comes into a stream or comments and goes, hey, I want to fucking send you uh you know some kind of contribution some kind of fucking support for the channel more so than this comment um i don't have to awkwardly go oh no no no, please like it, it's fine like thank you though like i really appreciate that i can just go yeah we have a patreon like if you want to do that you can do that so um like i said i've been very reluctant to want to do this um just because building this channel and building this community and having that trust as a community is really important to me um, so, like I said, this is an option. Nothing is expected from anybody. Nothing. 
everything is appreciated. Anything. So if you do feel so inclined, you love this channel so much, you're like, I want to fucking send you 50 cents. Thank you. The gesture is very much appreciated. Um, so, yeah. And then uh, just real quick, for transparency's sake, uh, any money gained uh, as... The, the the amount that we've made so far will go right back into the channel. Um, not pocketing it and uh, going doing some shit with it. It's 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 all just going to accumulate. And uh, whenever something comes up for this channel, uh, financially, um, I'll use that towards it. So because uh, that's all I can do. Um, you know, I'm not really hurting for money, so I'm not really looking. To, to be gaining anything from people, uh, but it's it's all appreciated. So um, I know people have really been really pushing it for a while. So um, I just want to give you guys uh, a definitive answer on how to do that if you want to do that. So it's an option. It's not expected. Um, and yeah, thanks for even wanting to do that. Um, and if you don't, it's fine. All I can ask you, I'm gonna press this fucking issue though. Please comment. Please like. And share if you feel so inclined. I'm not going to beg for that, but it helps. It all helps. And uh, yeah, just having this community is is uh, is the only thing I ever wanted. So uh, I already got it, and it's growing, and it's awesome. I talk to awesome people all the time. So uh, really appreciate all of you guys, the community, and this whole experience. So yeah, just wanted to throw that out there. Be transparent about that. If you have concerns, please let me know in the Discord and the comments. Um, if you don't like where that's going, even though it's not going anywhere, but uh, if you don't like that option or something like that, you express your concerns to me, and uh, I'll be open to it. So, yeah, let's jump into the first bit of news. All right, so as everyone knows, there's a PS5 being made, and uh, Sony uh, has been slowly trickling out the all these confirmations of that. Uh, I've not been a big fan of how they're handling this. Uh, I do have quite a bit of complaints on it, honestly, but uh, we're slowly just kind of finding out about this thing uh, through leaks, through random confirmations and conversations about what's inside this thing that hasn't been officially announced yet, to now finally a logo uh, that you would pretty much expect how it looks. Uh, so jumping into GameSpot's article, Sony unveils PS5 logo, and it's not surprising, no shit. Uh, they showed the logo off, which looks very much like a uh, PlayStation logo. Although it is interesting to finally have that confirmation. So they say Sony CES 2020 briefing brought with it some PlayStation 5 news. Though it wasn't much, Sony's Jim Ryan uh, appeared on stage to share some impressive stats regarding the PS4 and reveal play the PlayStation 5 logo. Here it is. Uh, it looks like a PlayStation 5 logo. Um, it's a very... Very sleek five. Uh, Ryan also spoke briefly about some of the features of the PlayStation 5, including 3D audio, sound, adaptive triggers for the new controller, a faster SSD to improve loading times, as well as ray tracing and an Ultra HD Blu-ray drive. All these features were already announced. Agreed. GameSpot. Ryan concluded his segment by saying further specifics about the PlayStation 5, including the game lineup and other features, will be announced at a later date. So later this year, probably. If history is any indication, Sony may share more PlayStation 5 news soon. Uh, as you may remember, Sony officially announced the PlayStation 4 back in February 2013. Ooh, okay, that's getting me a little pumped. Uh, one 
month after CES that year. Holy shit. Okay, so we might begin some big stuff here soon. Uh, the PlayStation 5 launches in holiday 2020 alongside Microsoft's own next generation console, Xbox Series X. Keep checking back with GameSpot. I'm not. I, I might come back. I don't know. Um, God, this year is going to suck. Holy shit, financially. Because I plan on buying both these consoles. Um, whew, and then uh, beyond the brief amount of PS5 talk, Ryan also shared some facts regarding the performance of Sony's current gen console including that it's now sold 106 million ps4s worldwide the other day me and josh were talking about that and he was saying he thought it was like at 90 i'm like i think it's above that now 106 million consoles sold that's fucking wild uh yeah so uh we got the logo which is this i can't say i'm a fan or not a fan of it it's it's they they have a brand they have a look and that's it so i'm glad nothing weird has popped up uh or something that could come out and i can go ooh, don't like the way that looks uh but at the same time too maybe something different would be kind of cool but i'm not going to complain about that like don't don't fix what's not broken so uh just what i expected already um god <laughs> every time i'm on these websites man stop playing these fucking videos i just pause that and then they confirmed all the things we already know. I'm not going to go through all the details. We've covered this already. So um, I'm just really unhappy with the way the PS5 is being unveiled. I mean, I'm, I'm going to be super fucking excited once it gets revealed finally. But this whole like slow trickle of information is so like unceremonious. It's just so fucking boring. There's no excitement to it. There's no build. I think Xbox is doing a way better job in uh, keeping things quiet and then revealing randomly at the game awards their console i mean like there's surprises there so um i'm really hoping for that from sony a couple things also i want to cover as well is apparently the controller has been leaked somebody who is cleaning a place that has a dev kit for the ps5 uh jokingly said that he occasionally cleans the ps5 as well the dev kit and he took a picture of the controller as well so let's take a look at that real quick uh, a lot of the um, uh, prototype uh, pictures that have been leaked for this look almost identical to this controller. Um, and if you've seen those, uh, I believe there's no light bar. It's USB-C. Um, and I think this has paddles. I keep reading that off and on everywhere. So we'll, we'll see. But there's no confirmation here. But um, if I were to say my opinion on this, I think that's real. I would guarantee it. That dev kit at this point is pretty much guaranteed to be the actual dev kit of the PS5. It's everywhere. There's pictures of it, drawn pictures, prototype pictures. That thing's been leaked everywhere. Um, and that controller is plugged into it. So I don't think someone mocked that up. Uh, a couple things I'm noticing there is the touchpad looks bigger, which I actually like because I think the touchpad was a really smart idea. I like that it adds buttons to the controller. I think it's a genius thing. Um, and then the outside of the controller and the handles uh, or the grips look uh, more ergonomic and robust. Um, I said it uh, not in a way that some people will uh, some people will interpret it the wrong way because people in the console war are gonna go this one's better that one's better. It reminds me of how Microsoft has a philosophy when it comes to their controllers of being super ergonomic. Uh, 
Xbox has had some of the best controllers ever made. Um, they feel great in the hand. Uh, I don't like the sticks on the Xbox One, but everything else on it is fucking fantastic. Um, but this looks like it's slowly departing from the original PlayStation's design. Even the PS4 controller, if you compare it to the PS3 controller, is a huge difference. But they essentially just made the grips fatter. Whereas this looks like it's starting to curve out a bit more. It looks like they're angled a bit more. So it looks like it's going to be a lot more um, comfy in the hand, which I'm all about. Uh, I, I really like the design. I think it looks good. It's really um, subtle, but noticeable. I think this is the most noticeable change to the PlayStation controller in a long time. And like I said, and I think I said this, in the prototype photos and uh, uh, mock-up like, drawings and stuff like that, there's no light bar which I'm very happy with because it was it was an interesting thing to try. They completely failed. Um, and, you know, most people who watch the channel know I play my PlayStation a lot, um, but that's one thing that I'm like, I see what you're going for, but it just did not work. I can't, I can't make excuses for it. So, um, yeah. And then one thing I want to share real quick before we move on to the next bit of news is for people who are worried about the PS5 looking like that, there's a small chance it possibly could look like that. But I, I've been saying it since I very first saw it. I know a lot of you agree with me on this. Dev kits, dev kits are never the final product. If you're a dork like me and you're always looking at like the, the early model of a console before it came out and just to see how crazy different it looks from the final product, um, they almost never look like the dev kit. So uh, in case you might have forgot, or you just didn't pay attention, or you didn't care at the time, this is the PS4 dev kit. It's obviously not what the PS4 looks like. Um, so that controller's kind of similar. I mean, it's pretty similar, but if you look at the light bar, it's completely different. The fucking triggers and the, the R1 and L1 look completely different, but there's some similarities there. It's, it's very, it's less... Uh, circular it's very angular so and then the console itself is essentially a pc tower it's it's just got all the things in there that's going to be able to run ps4 hardware or software so it 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 just serves the purpose of for devs to go oh hey i'm working on a game will it run on the ps4 will it run on the ps5 um i think they just had fun with this dev kit because it's five so they got that v shape and shit so Anyway, that's just my thoughts on the whole shebang. I like the controller. I think that is the real controller. I'd put money on it. I'd be very surprised if it's not. Um, and the logo looks expected to me. So let me know in the comments what do you guys think about the PS5 logo. What do you think about the slow trickle reveal of the PS5? What do you think about it compared to how Xbox is handling their reveal of the new Xbox console? Are you picking up the PS5, the Xbox One, Series X, uh, and or are you picking up both like me? Are you that kind of person? Um, or that that kind of fucking willingness to just throw your money somewhere? Um, and uh, yeah, let me know your general comments in the comments below. All right, second bit of news is a little bit of respawn CEO news, uh, aka Vince Ampella or ex CEO that might be. Uh, Respawn CEO takes over Dice LA, plans studio name change, unannounced games. Uh, via IGN, Respawn Entertainment CEO and co-founder will soon be taking on a new role under the EA umbrella as head of Dice LA. The change will happen in 2020, and Zampella says a studio name change and unannounced game are already in the cards. 
In quotes, it says, under Zampella, there are plans to expand and launch an original as yet unrevealed game. The LA Times reports the company will remain separate from Respawn, and Zampella says likely will drop the DICE name. Very smart. It's unknown at this time that DICE LA will be renamed as... Uh, the studio has often served as a support studio for DICE in Stockholm, Sweden, where the company was originally founded. Zampella says that with the new studio name, he wants to give the developer a new image. We want people to say, this is a destination you go and make new content. As for Respawn, Zampella is still head of the studio. However, the different branches of Respawn are being overseen by different members of a leadership team. Uh, Stig Asmussen, Osmussen, uh, director of Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order, will oversee the narrative-driven branch. Apex Legends will be overseen by Chad Grenier. It's the Grenier. And Medal of Honor Above and Beyond, the new VR game, is being overseen by Peter Hirschman. Medal of Honor Above and Beyond, the VR game. How did I fucking miss that one? Is that a thing? Respawn's making that? What? I don't get it. Okay, let me know in the comments you know more about that. I'm not going to look into it right now. Respawn had a banner year in 2019. In February, the company's surprise released the Battle Royale shooter Apex Legends to critical acclaim. I liked it. The studio then followed that up by releasing the single-player Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order in November, which I've never heard a bad thing about. Somebody, actually, somebody said it was buggy. I think it was one, one person said that. Was it Josh? Somebody said that, and fucking, I'm just name-dropping people. And I was like, I have not heard anything about that. But other than that, um, it's uh, it, it's been, I've heard nothing but great things about the game. I still need to play it. Like Apex Legends, Jedi Fallen Order was well received. It also it was also the second best selling game of November according to MPD Group. You can read. Nope. Uh, I can't. I can't read. Obviously. Uh, yeah. So this is actually really fucking big news, and um, and kind of. Kind of interesting, because uh, this tells more about EA than it does about Respawn. Um, we all know at this point, Respawn's been doing really well in 2019, um, or did really well. And uh, we talk about it a lot on the channel. I'm a fan of Vince Zampella. I'm, I'm a fan of everything he's done for gaming in general. He's actually, um, he, you know, he's well known enough, but I don't think he gets still enough credit for how, uh, how much he's impacted all of gaming. To some people, maybe negatively but for me, positively. Um, what this signifies to me is that Respawn is not only successful, but it's also one of the only companies under EA that I think is being well-received as a company. Now, they've had some good games. I'm sure you're thinking, well, I like Need for Speed. I like all this stuff. All those companies are still, when they release something, people are like, it's EA, though. It's EA. That's a big thing that comes up in conversations. As people go, it's EA, though. So, like, what are they going to do that's going to fuck me over? I'm not hearing that conversation when it comes to Respawn. So, between the success of that company, the 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 vision of Vince Ampella, and the repu reputation of the company, it only makes sense to start moving him somewhere else. Um, this concerns me a little bit, although it does say that he's still the lead of Respawn. Um, I read another article saying that he's essentially going to be a coach for them, which is good. It reminds me of being like a producer for a movie. Um, that he's still going to be around uh, to kind of lead Respawn. Damn, this fucking Wendy's commercial. Um, <laughs> I 
Fucking pay me, Wendy's. Uh, anyway, um, it, 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 he's going to be a coach, which is good. It's kind of like being a producer in a movie. But um, him moving on to a different company is good for them, but it worries me about uh, Respawn because they're, they're doing so good right now that if he is responsible for the success of that company, um, vision-wise... Um, I, I hope it's it's not too distracting for him to do that and maintain Respawn as a company. I don't want somebody doing so well that it eventually takes away from what they did well in the first place. Um, A.K.A. fucking um, Paragon getting shut down because Fortnite did so good that they can't even fathom working on Paragon anymore because it just doesn't compare um same thing with this i would hate to see uh him go over there start working on that and we lose out on potential titanfalls in the future or something like that you guys know what i'm saying um but this is exciting because <laughs> vincent pell spread that seed he's getting around ea and we might see some change that we want to see in ea this is really important because uh everybody's enjoying what respawn's doing if he can now go over to uh, Dice LA um, and rename it, which I think is smart. Nobody's stoked about Dice LA as a company. In fact, Dice has kind of been hit hard since multiple other games now have not been well received. I know uh, Battlefront 2 uh, is slowly gaining attention again, and Battlefield 5 uh, has its community, but as for like on a hype level, it's dead. Like No one's talking about it. Um, so DICE as a name doesn't have the same kind of weight it used to have. It's also connected with Frostbite. A lot of people get pissed about that engine. So renaming the whole company is very smart. Uh, it's a good strategy. Uh, hopefully he makes it something exciting, you know, respawn. It, it makes sense. It's a good name. Uh, it's easy to remember. He'll do the same with DICE LA. I like the idea that they're rebranding. They're making a new game, something new and exciting uh, from EA. Uh, very cool. Um... His, his mind's in the right place. I don't think he's going to do anything to uh, make a game that's just trying to leech money out of people. And, uh, yeah, I honestly can't wait to see what he does with Dice LA, uh, what he renames it, what game they're going to be working on, and what he, what they do under his leadership. I think are really good things. If we get more good things out of EA, he could slowly transform that company, um, which they need. And I've been jokingly saying, it'd be funny if one day Vince Zampella was just like the CEO of EA. Because they got to get that other guy out of there. That guy fucking sucks. He's a smug piece of shit that uh, famously said, people don't want multiplayer games. We don't work on... Or people don't want single-player games. They only want multiplayer games. So they... Uh, or at least, you know, online content. Games as a service model stuff. And because of that philosophy, EA has continued making the games that they make and making the decisions that they make. Um, so... Uh, getting a new CEO in there would be really cool. And it should be funny with his success uh, under the EA umbrella if he moved up his way to that point. But I'm not saying it's going to happen. I just think it'd be funny if it did happen. Because uh, he's an innovator. Vince Pell is a really, really sharp dude. And uh, doesn't, uh, doesn't have a track record of preying on uh, his consumers. So really something that ea needs and uh this is all this is all good thing but uh to surmise all the things that i'm saying uh i'm slightly worried about his uh less hands-on uh 
part of uh, Respawn, but I'm excited to see what he does at Dice LA. Um, and uh, hopefully um, his influence spreading through EA will uh, make EA a company that is far less hated than it is now. But let me know in the comments what do you guys think about uh, Vince Zampella moving over to Dice LA and essentially changing it to something else. Um, what do you think about uh, his influence at Respawn? Uh, do you think it's going to change the way Respawn does what they do? Or do you think it's going to stay the same? Uh, do you want another Titanfall? Do you want something else from Respawn? What do you want from Dice LA? Um, and uh, yeah, what's your general comments about everything? Uh, let me know in the comments below. All right, last bit of news is a reaction. I haven't done one of those in a little bit. Uh, to Disintegration hands-on preview via IGN. Uh, Disintegration is a game that is being made by one of the co-creators of Halo, so I've had a little bit of hype towards it just based off of that. Uh, it was teased a little bit before. I think it was shown at Gamescom a little bit uh, and shown before that, I think at E3 or something, where it showed like a ship a little bit and then in the gamescom teaser they showed a dude flying on a fucking vehicle with other people on the ground running around and i was talking about how it almost looked like it's gonna be like a tactical game um so anyway we actually have gameplay now there might have been gameplay before i haven't seen it so this will be all fresh for me but uh i believe ijan will be talking about their hands-on uh, impressions, or at least what this game's all about. So we'll get some info, see some gameplay. I'm gonna react to it, and I'll talk about it afterwards. Um, but this is a game I'm very interested in. It's it looks like a concept that uh, might be less explored right now in gaming, um, and uh, I like that. I like that, and I like that this dude comes from Halo. Um, I'm, I've been wondering where all the minds of Halo uh, have been because a lot of them obviously went to Destiny, but. Uh, but yeah, the, just the spark that was Halo uh, has been gone. I really need a new Halo. Um, 343, do something, because fucking 5 did, didn't do it for me. Um, but I digress. Let's just jump into this, then we'll talk about it. Alright, 3, 2, 1, go. Oh, he is flying, okay. I, I thought he was in the mech for a second. Pretty much same thing, just you can go up and down. At first glance, Disintegration looks like a whole lot of ingredients from different genres stylishly mashed together. One part futuristic first-person shooter, one part action-focused airship piloting, a heavy dose of strategy elements like troop commands, ability combos, and cool... I already combos. like it. It can seem like a lot. This is literally... I'm glad that teaser kind of... That's what Disintegration is. A put this across, because what I thought. You'd think those elements might clash. Precision gunplay, frantic aerial dodging, the careful issuing of orders from on high. It looks decent. But all those pieces, somehow, working harmoniously, is what supports V1 Interactive's grand design. Going into it, I had reservations. How do you pilot a flying grav cycle on three axes, command a squad of troops and manage their abilities, and still find the free time to gun down your robotic enemies? Five minutes after putting my hands on the controller, before I'd even finished the tutorial, really, I hit that moment where everything just clip and while i blasted through it's each not engagement, that complex of a concept though while marking targets for my squad while whipping sweet boosted hairpin flanks while lobbing healing orbs and calling in artillery barrages i i know he's trying to like uh, let you know that it's not it's not as scary as it looks 
this concept. How are you going to do this? And then he's like, oh, it works great, which is a great endorsement for the game. I'm, I'm happy to hear that. But there's already been third-person shooters where you're running around with a gun and then you're telling your team where to go and stuff. The idea of flying only only would make that task easier for for me because it's more like an RTS at this point where you're shooting things. So, which I think sounds fucking awesome. I mean, this That's looks what neat. On me. This integration just works. And more than that, it's a hell of a lot of fun to play. Right. Yeah, I'm interested in this. I like RTSs, I like strategy, I like tactic While games. I, can't talk too much about I like FPSs. Story, here are the very loose basics. Disintegration takes place over a century in the future where war, famine, and a plague-like outbreak have driven humanity to the verge of collapse. To survive, humans discover a stopgap measure, a process they call integration, whereby they literally transplant their brains and beans into robotic armatures to Disintegration. Survive until found. Now everything's looking up, but not everyone wants to eventually go back to being an organic human, a natural, as they're called. In the wake of this global shift to integration, a militarized regime of integrated called the Rayon emerged. Disintegration, by the way, is one of the best albums ever. Roaming the world in their city-sized ships talk. called Iron Clouds, hunting for humans or free-thinking integrated known as outlaws to capture and conscript. Those who won't be conscripted resist, a civil war breaks out all over the world, and that's where we pick up. We play as Romer Scholl, a grav cycle pilot, and he looks like a, Romer Scholl. a group of free-thinking outlaws in the smoldering husk of North America, looking to rescue and rebuild some semblance of the resistance while dodging the relentless pursuit of the Rayon. But the crux of disintegration is the grav cycle, these single-seat vehicles that hover in the sky and spit shells from twin Gatling guns or pound round after Gatling round guns. explosive tipped heavy I mean, Is that Gatling guns? Gatling guns? Robotic enemies. The grab hmm. cycle is only part of your arsenal. Using that thing's incorrect. That's just interesting. Gatling guns. Squad. Everything from assigning them locations to move to, which targets to focus on, and when and where to use their abilities. And while all that may sound overwhelming, it's all intuitively done with the press of a button. Doesn't doesn't sound overwhelming at all. So good to play. These squad companions that are unlocked throughout the campaign come loaded for bear with stun-inducing concussion grenades. Salvos of artillery, seismic. Because I'm assuming your triggers are shooting anyway, and then your fucking shoulder buttons might be your special moves, and then your fucking face buttons are probably like go there, hold here, stay, fucking assault, stealth. I don't know what, what, what they'd be, or maybe hold L one and have more or something. I don't know, but it's not, it's not that big a deal. Although IGN's the same people who are like, too much water in this game, that's going to lower the review. I would call easy. It's easy to get overwhelmed, but that's what's really refreshing about my time playing Disintegration. Game's too hard. It's not just about lower that score. It's about decision making and efficiency. How best to spend each second, one second at a time. But there are many seconds to be had between the checkpoints of each long story mission. Both missions I played had me salvaging scrap for repairs and upgrades at the start. I've got the call! But things always seem to go sideways at some point, and I'd find myself defending enclaves of outlaws. Each mission unfolds with subplots, off-the-path exploration, secondary objectives, scripted counterattacks, and a constantly growing bestiary of mechanical rayon enemy types that hurl techno-wizardry with excellently throbbing sci-fi sound design. God. That was a ridiculous sentence. And between the unyielding shooting, commanding, prioritizing, and just trying to survive each mission, 
There's time for reflection where you get to know the cast of characters. Where you two having a moment. Who are humanized with unique visual touches and some top-notch emotive voice acting. Oh yeah, I found a friendship. Or you can pick up challenges or just ingest some of the flushed down. Oh yeah. But before long, you're on to the next pressing mission, leveling up your grav cycle with salvage materials and trying to survive another frantic engagement in the long shadows cast by the rayon. Once you get started, there's always something you could and probably should be doing at any given second. And I love that feeling. There's so much more disintegration. It's interesting how he's always flying, but then earlier he's like on the ground, so I wonder what's up with that. On IGN.com, and be sure to stay tuned all month long as we dive more into the story elements. We reveal full gameplay missions and deep dive into Disintegration's awesome multiplayer suite to get you ready for an eventual beta. Multiplayer. We're disintegration all month long as part That'd of be IGN interesting. First, so for more of this and everything else, keep it right here. It'd be kind of cool too if there's a co-op mode where people could play those guys down there. Although that would take a lot away from the gameplay of the person. Um, doing no HBO stop. Um, everything's everything's a fucking ad. Jesus Christ, what a world we live in. Um, I I'm actually pretty into that. I'm pretty into what I just saw. Um, I uh, and I'm I'm glad to be able to say that. Uh, let's see, it just works. Um, anyway, sorry, I got I got fucking distracted. Um, I, I like the concept. I like the idea of uh, being a shooter, uh, a tactical game, kind of an RTS. Um, it's, it's a new, like, fresh feeling idea. Uh, maybe another game has done this, maybe an indie game, I don't know, I haven't played it, but uh, let me know in the comments if you know that game. Um, but I really enjoy games like this. I mean, I even used to play, like, um, um, oh god, what was it called? Something Full Spectrum Warrior, which was, like, on the Xbox, but it was, like, you control, like, three soldiers, and you, like, told them where to go and take cover and stuff like that, and, uh, you know, um, Rainbow Six and Ghost Recon, all those kind of games. I always like uh, playing games where you, you have to tell people where to go and what to do. So um, meshing that with uh, a flying shooter um, is a really cool idea. Graphically, I think it looked pretty decent. Um, I think the design looks really good. Uh, I like that there's like a robot dude and some people, and then you're also flying, so it has like um, imagination, which is really cool. Uh, this is definitely a game that I'm going to be keeping my eyes on um, watching that, I if that game was out right now, I'd go buy it right now. So um, that is my endorsement to what I saw so far. Uh, if it comes out and people are like, this game's fucking trash, I'd be like, oh man, maybe I'll wait for it to go on sale. But um, but I, I like what I saw. It looks really fucking cool. Um, and uh, in a time where everybody is just kind of making a lot of the same stuff, uh, making Battle Royales, Hero Shooters... Um, I was gonna say MMOs, but people don't really make those anymore. Um, that's that kind of went or came and gone. Um, but yeah, you get what I'm saying. With, with a lot of the same kind of stuff coming out over and over again, it's nice to see somebody uh, go. You know what? I want to make something different, and they're doing it, and I fucking applaud that. I always applaud that, and uh, I'm I'm excited to check it out. Once we get more info on it, once we can see more stuff on it, and possibly pick it up when it comes out. So, yeah, let me know in the comments what you guys think of Disintegration's uh, preview. Does it interest you? Does it not interest you? Is it something that you could see yourself playing, you're curious about, or you're seeing that and you're like, that doesn't look fucking interesting to me at all. I'm not going to fly around and tell me what to fucking do. Um, and, uh, yeah, what do you hope they do with that? Uh, what do you want from the multiplayer? I'd like to see maybe possibly like a 1v1 or multiple people versus thing where you're shooting at each other but also telling people to do stuff but have objectives 
towards the other team. That'd be kind of neat to see. Or some kind of co-op. Um, that'd be really neat to see. But, uh, you know, I'm not I'm not the developer. I'm not making that fucking game. I have got the ideas. Um, but, yeah. And uh, that's going to do it for this episode of Tasty Tuesday and Tasty Little Gaming. As always, thank you for watching. Make sure to like and subscribe if you enjoyed this episode. Make sure to check out our other episodes. Check us out on Tumblr, Twitter, and Facebook, and TikTok at Tasty Little Gaming. Um, check out my streams. Links down below. You can watch from Mixer, Twitch, or YouTube. I've done two streams recently. So this is kind of how I go, as everyone knows at this point. I do some streams. I go away for a little bit. I do some streams. I go away for a little bit. Well, right now, I'm been, I've been doing some streams. So... If you want to catch me in a stream, talk with me, hang out with me, watch me play some games, definitely go check those out. Uh, we have a Discord, link down below, you can talk to us anytime, all time. Um, and uh, we're on iTunes, Spotify, and other podcast platforms if you prefer to listen to us in audio form. And uh, yeah, uh, until the next episode, which uh, at the very least will be Tasty Cast, but I have a couple other things I, I have on my mind recently. Um, but yeah, until then, uh, my name's Seth. Uh, and have a good week, guys, and take it easy.